everybody. Happy Sunday. Um, this is a Palatini with Dan and Meg. Happy Sunday. How are you? Fantastic. How are you doing? Um, we're here. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> we're attempting like, this. <laughs> I feel like I just saw you like um, a couple hours ago. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> At our our good friend Susie's holiday party, yes. uh, which was actually really, really fun. And it was good to see everybody. It was good to um, just be with people and have a, have a really great time. Um, and so speaking of, I put this on our, um, our post. Uh, if you guys want to join the conversation and tell us what your favorite Christmas song or Christmas movie is, mm-hmm. um, 773-763-9278, uh, here with the Palatino, Dan and Meg. Um, my we words were a little off when you asked me my favorite Christmas movie, and I was like, well, my favorite Halloween movie is... Yeah, You're like, I know. go back to bed. <laughs> I mean, Halloween is actually a really good Christmas movie, just saying. <laughs> There's like that, that debate about, like, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Halloween is definitely a Christmas movie. It's like, I agree. Exactly right. <laughs> yeah, so we'll just go with that. Um, <clears throat> uh, we had a really good drag show. We did. Um, so that was Friday night. Um it was pretty good turnout. It was kind of, it was a little unexpected. Um, there was a, a situation that a lot of people have already seen that some new news articles came out that... You call it a robbery. Well, I was going to get to that point. Oh, okay. Sorry. All right. <laughs> situation. <laughs> call it what it is. <laughs> I wasn't just going to be like, well, it was a good time, but they were robbed the night before. <laughs> mm-hmm. I going to ease into it a little bit. Okay, fine. All right. <laughs> But on Thursday night, uh, unfortunately, Gracie O'Malley's was robbed by, uh, I think it was three men that had gone in. They, they think like teenage age range. Yes. Um, had gone in and actually held them at gunpoint and robbed them. So that happened Thursday night, the night before um, the drag show. And thankfully, everybody was not physically harmed. But obviously, there's you're emotionally, I mean... A lot goes into that. You're traumatized from that. Um, I was texting with everybody, and uh, the one bartender was like, yeah, I was the one that was held at gunpoint. I'm like, holy crap. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely insane. Yeah. And it's just, Gracie O'Malley's is an amazing place, and they take all the proper steps, too. Right. um, And they really care about all of their employees, and we always feel safe whenever we're in there. And it's just, it, it, it goes to show, it's just not... It, ha- it didn't just happen to Gracie's. It's been happening to so many bars in right. the city. Yeah. Um, and it, unfortunately, it was like a matter of time. But thankfully, everybody did make yeah. it through. So, And I uh, shout out to um, our wonderful alderman who also was on our show at, at one point, uh, Ruth yeah. Cruz. I texted her that night and I said, we have a drag show the following day. Would it be possible to just have some support by means of a squad car sitting out front of the restaurant, because that would be really, really helpful to people that are attending. And, you know, yeah. um, I didn't reach out to Jim Gardner because we all know he's not my favorite person, but that's OK. Yeah, um, but, I'm, sure, I'm sure Gracie's did. <laughs> but Ruth Cruz is our favorite and we love her. And yes. so thank you very much, Ruth, for for doing that. Yes. It was a very successful event. Um, yes, it was. And everybody did feel safe being there. Um, I know I did. I do. And, um, I mean, there wasn't a police car directly. Every time you looked out there, there was some driving around. Something, I mean, you, yeah. You, right. you saw them. But that's the thing. It's like, you know, you got to support the, the local businesses. You have to make sure that people feel safe 
attending events or Absolutely. just going out. And, and um, so again, thank you, Ruth Cruz, for doing that. That was really it was yes. a good event. Uh, when, once we get the uh, January date figured out, we'll mm. let everybody know. Um, yeah. But it's really fun. They put on a good show. Um, and uh, yeah, it's really good. We should just make it like every weekend. <laughs> okay. You know, because it takes me two days to recover. I know. Right? It's like <clears throat> I'm still in rough shape. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, <clears throat> excuse me. God, I'm like, Are something you okay in, over I, there? Something's in my throat. Um, let's Hands take, up, uh, back in the back. I think Jim is on the line. Yeah. Yes. Jim from Chicago, our favorite caller. How are you doing, Jim? Good morning. It looks like a, this looks like a white Christmas. It looks like a, a, a rainy Christmas. You like to wear your grain gear this Christmas. Yeah. Right. Anyway, <laughs> I think that uh, honesty is the best policy. I think the Republicans are are coming to this uh, conclusion. Uh, Rudy's uh, 140, 50 million dollar judgment against him in Georgia. The Dominion case was a billion dollars. Uh, Trump said about what 150 people to long prison terms for ginning uh, up a thing at the Capitol, saying that he won an election that he lost. So they're coming. They're, I think they're coming slowly. The grand old party. <laughs> I but, love how that's the grand, the grand old party. And it's like, all right, yeah, yeah. They're they're coming to this slowly. They're, they're coming to this realization slowly. And then you've got Mike Johnson, who's got what the, the Cecil B. the mill of the of the uh, of the uh, House of Representatives. You know, he's, he's redoing the he's redoing the uh, the Capitol insurrection, uh, plotting out faces and so on. Trying to, I guess he's trying to say that I mean, I'm sure this was used in court that uh, the FBI actually raided the Capitol. And Nancy Pelosi's minions raided the Capitol. I, I'm sure. I'm sure they used that strategy in Carter. I mean, it hasn't worked in what 140 cases, right? But they'll, but they'll try it anyway. And uh, you know, what was it? Was it Abe that said that uh, you can fool some of the people some of the time, you can't fool all the people all the time? I mean, that's what's happening. Yeah, that's what's happening. Right. No, that's exactly uh, what's happening. Yeah, yeah, because again, misinformation you can only go go by. It only lasts so long. Well, you know, I mean, sooner or later. You know, go ahead, I'm sorry, guys. Uh, go no, ahead. you're no, uh, Jim. It was uh, we were chatting about if we were going to talk about this on the on the air today, but there was that that scandal that happened where there was that Senate staffer that was like filming having sex in a briefing room. Right, right. Which is, yeah, we, yeah, it was ridiculous. Go ahead. And I yeah. was I was because I, I, I was watching Fox News this morning because that's what I do, and uh, they were saying that there are people you. in jail. There are people in jail for putting their feet on Nancy Pelosi's desk. And I was like, no, they're in jail because they participated in an insurrection. Right. <laughs> That's why they're in jail. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly why they're in jail. Exactly. <laughs> I, I'm sure the podiatrist, they would have brought a podiatrist uh, in the court to say, well, no, he, could be, he had to put his feet up because he was getting circulation of <laughs> But anyway, any, anyway, uh, anyway, you guys have a great show. And anyway, it just I think, I think they're being caught up with it. I yeah. just, no, I think I hope they are. Absolutely, yeah. Thanks yeah, for yeah, calling in, yeah, Jim. We really appreciate my, it. Yeah, my, you, you have a Merry Christmas game. You too, definitely. We'll bye be bye. at Christmas bye. Eve, so bye. call on in if you bye. want. Bye. Oh, you're good. Good. Take yeah. care, guys. All right. Take care. You too. You too. Thanks, Jim. Um, let's go to, so pretty much, I love when we have callers, because everything that I was planning to talk about is not happening, which is great. 
at three o'clock in the morning when we're trying to do this. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's go to Judy and Niles. We love Judy and Niles. Yes, How we are do. you, Judy? Hi, I, you, I'm the lady that called in last week. Oh, yeah. I, I just wanted to talk to Lady B, and I and I ended up talking to you guys. Yes, yes. yeah. Yeah, We're taking you to brunch for your birthday. Yeah, we remember you. Good, thank you. How are you doing today? <laughs> but I had to get up and see if my voice was awake. I mm. walked around here and went, me, 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 me. <laughs> it sounds glorious. We should have done that today. Yeah, we, we should actually have done should this do little that on a, on uh, yeah. How morning. do you do that at every, or these early morning shows? Oh, I'll tell you, Judy, it's a struggle. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing well, pretty I, about I would, this. I, I'm glad none of my neighbors were up because I went out and got the Sunday paper, oh. which was in, in a nice wet spot in the grass. Of course it is. <laughs> What's on your mind today? Well, the, I, it's a little early to have anything on my mind. I've been mm. looking at the TV. I, I heard you say, what was your favorite movie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your Actually, favorite Christmas I movie? I, I, I'm not a, a fan of Christmas. I love doing the decorations and we made our own wreath this year. So, yeah, well, if you could see, I wish I could have my husband send you a picture of our driveway. The people next door before these people and before the people before that planted a whole bunch of yew trees all the way oh. up the whole entire. And then the next lady that moved in got angry with us every time we cut our side. And I know we're allowed to, but she was a very cranky lady. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot we were and on the so radio we, for a second. I almost gave you my cell phone number. Like, go ahead, text it to me. <laughs> so, so she didn't. We, we now, since right in the middle of the pandemic, another bunch of people moved in very quiet. They said they came from Park Ridge, and they had a very large old home there. And they wanted to have a smaller house, so they got this one. But they have not trimmed it either. So, you know, it looks like you're driving into the forest primeval when you come up our driveway. Mm. (laughs) I love it. I mean, we sort of broke off anything that was scratching our cars. So, you know, we've got all those trees. Maybe we'll make our own. So we went up and bought to Michael's. And we, no, maybe we went to one of the other places. We have, we have a plethora of them up here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, we bought the, the the ring, and and we went out and we figured, hey, we're killing two birds with one stone. We're getting a little bit of that crazy thing out of our driveway, and we have our own wreath. That's really cool. For, I love that. Yeah. For eight dollars and eighty cents or something for the wire. <laughs> And the and the ring. Oh, Judy, if you know me, you know I love a good deal. So that's that's <laughs> yeah. that's a really that's a really awesome project. That's awesome. And I save things, so I look through my drawer, and I have a large red bow that we tied on about him. So that's really good. I know somewhere around here I have a whole bunch of cardinal birds that I can attach to. Oh, okay. Do you guys host for Christmas, or what are your well, plans for the my, holiday? My son actually lives on the same street, and actually he came uh, to Patty Show with me because I wasn't sure if we could park. Oh, okay. I'm 83, and I learned to drive in the suburbs because we moved when I was 18. I grew up in Logan Square, but 
I didn't learn how to drive until I got out here. I didn't need to. I had buses. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> right? So uh, I, had, I said, Tim, all I want for my birthday is for you to get me to Patty's. Like, are you guys on Milwaukee? Is that where you are? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, Milwaukee and Bryn Mawr is the station. Yeah, well, we're straight up Milwaukee on Niles. Oh, I know. Oh, please. I went to Notre Dame High School, so I'm, I know, oh, I know Niles when? very well. Yeah. What, what years? Oh, please. We don't want to talk age here. <laughs> well, <laughs> Even though you told I us yours. Uh, no, I graduated in 2005. I graduated. I was going to say. Well, yeah, you're yeah. younger than my, than my nephew. Oh, I thought you were saying I'm younger than you. I was like, well, y- yes. <laughs> <laughs> but you probably look well, a lot better than me, so that's probably good. The whole world is younger than I am. <laughs> Actually uh, not. My sister is 91. Oh, but okay. He's not doing well. My oh. my, you just called and said he thinks he, they've put her in hospice. And, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, Very sorry. Yeah, at Christmas. I was um, going to say, especially around the holidays, that's awful. Yeah, well, except we've been expecting it for a while. She doesn't know us. Okay. And they were going to give her an appetite enhancer. Mm-hmm. He said, "I think I'm going to say no," and I said, "Say no." Yeah. She's yeah. pushing the food away, and I said, I think whatever's left in her mind, she's saying, I don't want it. Right. That's really said, sad when you get to that point. comfortable, yeah. Yeah. And, and especially around so, the holidays. I'm sorry that you're going he, through that. He said, I, he was so happy that I agreed with him, but he said, I just sort of needed somebody to back me up. <laughs> I said, oh. Sweetie, I'll back you up all the way. So, if there was anybody so, that I wanted in my corner, it would be you, Judy. So that I was going to say, you. I think everybody needs a Judy in their life. Everybody does. Yes, and we're totally going to do brunch. Nice. Somebody else told me the other day that I was the nicest Judy they knew, and I said, "You're probably the only Judy they know. Who names people Judy anymore?" Mm, I know. <laughs> I know a couple of Judys. You're my favorite. Do you? Well, well, you're, but don't don't tell you anybody else. You are older than I thought. <laughs> Uh, but Judy, listen, you have a good holiday. We're going to be on Christmas Eve, so if you're bored yeah. in the morning, call on in uh, the next Sunday. Really? Oh, yeah, because well, why not? Yeah, sure. Um, but thank you. We love Sunday? it when you call that's in. Sunday, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Sunday, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, I was just counting it off on my fingers. It, it, just for the record, I like Love Actually. Oh, Ooh, good that's movie. a really good one. Actually. Yeah, All right. So Judy's winning right now with Love Actually. So, <laughs> Judy, listen, we love when you call in. You have a good rest of your Sunday. Okay. You too. All have right. a good one. You too. I'll go you. in the bedroom and lay down and put the radio on. There, there you go. go. Awesome. I, I apologize if I fall asleep on you. Oh, it's um, Everybody, <laughs> we'll be the first everybody else does. Quiet. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, My husband worked nights, so oh. he kind of tends to sleep late. That's okay. That's fine. He can't get, he can't get over that. So, I just sort of. <laughs> Sneak around here for a while and then go back. And All right, we're happy to serenade you to sleep. Yes. We appreciate <laughs> that. Okay. <laughs> right, oh, thanks I for expect, calling in. I expect the song then. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're going to take a quick break here. When we get back, we're going to chat with uh, Dave from Hoffman Estates, mm-hmm. uh, wants to, which is one of my topics Trump and immigration. So um, we'll, be, we'll see you guys in a minute. And hello, hello, 
everybody. Happy Sunday. This is Apollotini with Dan and Mag. Uh, we hope you all are having a great Sunday. Um, if you want to join the conversation, uh, we're going to talk about all the things. Um, quick shout out to Jim from Chicago and our friend Judy. We love them. We love when people we call in. Them. Uh, if you want to join, 773-763-9278. And another one of our friends, Dave from Hoffman Estates, uh, wants to chat about um, Trump and immigration. How's it going, Dave? Good morning, Dave. Hey, good morning, Dan. Yeah, I don't know. I always like to talk about Trump, but uh, the um, last night or something, he was about uh, immigration and stuff, and I just kind of find it ironic with this guy. He married two immigrants. Uh-huh. He married sure did. And, uh, and on this, Melania's dad and stuff like that, back when he was harping about the chain migration. Somehow he was able to get his father-in-law and made as citizens, and his father-in-law was a, is a diehard communist. Right. You know what's funny is Donald Trump always finds a way to make things work for himself, like you said, the chain migration. But he was also he was in New Hampshire, and he was using a lot of um, like baiting terms, like they are what is it, poisoning the blood of our country. Um, yeah. yeah. And, like, a lot of things that... Um, Other dictators have said. <laughs> precisely. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. Um, but it's also, it's also like, in the White House or the Biden-Harris campaign uh, posted a statement or a response to it, basically equating to what he's doing is exactly what Hitler was doing and what Stalin was doing. And it, 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 but it's totally true. We've talked about this before. Yeah, I'm waiting for him to start uh, going to Steve Heil and all that when they talk, you know, about Trump. Right, and I don't yeah. think that, honestly, Dave, I don't think that we're too far away from that, honestly, which is no. scary in and of itself. Um, but I agree. He, that's, I how agree. He won, that's how he won in 2016. Um, you know, brown people are coming over the border, and... Uh, they're going to rape and murder your wives and children and stuff. And that's what, that's what ignited his base. Mm -hmm. And it's scary that Uh, it's scary that they all still uh, think this way. uh, Two things with the Christmas stuff. uh, Yeah. I agree with Judy on the uh, movie. uh, Love actually. Yep. That and then the bad Santa. Oh, (laughs) bad Santa is really funny. I'm on my lunch break. If you like Bad Santa, um, uh, Dave, I would recommend um, Bad Mom's Christmas. is really Ooh, fun. One. Okay. It's and a now, I'll close out with this. Like You mentioned you guys will be there on Christmas Eve. And I remember, I don't think uh, your previous callers would remember they weren't around then, but in 2010, Dick K, the, the great Dick K, who I adored and followed and went from day one, had, a, had that. The show was on Christmas Day itself on the 25th, mm-hmm. and he did something a little different. He just kind of did a detente from politics, and he just had, uh, we played Christmas music, and then it stopped for a little bit, and people would call in and give their favorite Christmas memories and stuff, and that's still one of the most favorite shows I could think of in my memory. Maybe, uh, maybe that's what we'll do. We'll do just a do a Christmas. Do that. Well, I'm currently sitting in Dick Kay's chair, Dave, which I didn't, Lady yeah. B told me that the chair that I was sitting in when we were filling in for Patty. Yeah, and you fangirled and almost passed out. Yeah. I was like, I'm sitting in the Legends chair. Because yes. we would listen to Dick Kay, my was, husband and I, all, every Saturday. We would listen to Dick Kay, and it was 
It was uh, yeah. He, well, he was an amazing guy. Well, you probably heard me and I had more Stalin in than if you did, because uh, there was only a handful of us at the time that called in because uh, it was only a two-hour show at the beginning. Right. And and then um, there were some times you could even call in twice, but the the late great Teresa there was a screener back then, and she finally laid the, the law down that only one call per show, and that's fine, you know. Yeah. This way, if somebody else wants to call in, because, you know, sometimes you get these people get a little long in the wind, you know, and uh, and you're cheating it, you know, oh, out of uh, somebody else. Please, we love we love people that want to just talk. Yeah. Um, it's totally fine. Yeah, we love it. And also, we're not that popular, so if you want to call in more than once, you're totally good to do that. Just say, you know, I gotta cheat somebody else. Though, everybody got a story, and that's so. Anyway, speaking of which, I'll be going. I'm getting a little long in the wind myself. No, you're so. fine. No, Dave, and honestly, you gave us a really good idea. So we're gonna yeah, we I, on, on Christmas Eve. We're gonna just do a Christmas theme show. I like it. It would be a nice okay. break. I'm not going to lie. I might touch on politics a little bit, but we want to have people call in, tell us their favorite Christmas memory, movie, song, whatever. And that'd be really cool. Thanks for that, yeah. Dave. It was really, really refreshing. Let me tell you. Yeah. I mean, you know, every week, listening about this or that or this. Or, I mean, it doesn't change that much. I guess and you need a break. Everybody, like I said, has a story. You, you know, need a break. It was from, really great. Yeah. No, that's awesome. So. Thanks for calling in, Dave. We really appreciate it. All right. Let's you well. Have a good weekend. You as well. Uh, Thanks for calling in. All right. Bye-bye. Bye, Dave. I guess you need a break from politics on the radio because you're going to revisit it right at the, the dining room table for Christmas <laughs> dinner, and that's going to be really fun. But I, I told you, there was a, a little time there this past year where I was like, I cannot read another news article. I cannot put on another news station. Like, I really was like, I, I need a break. I, I watch do. Fox News on the daily basis. So you want to talk about torturing yourself? Yeah, that's that's torture. Well, it is. When you got in the car this morning. Oh, we were you, listening. Yeah, uh, they were talking about um, Kate uh, Kate Cox. Yeah, because right? we had you you know covered that story last weekend. And um, for those that that don't know, Kate Cox uh, from Texas. She's twenty. She was twenty weeks pregnant, mm-hmm. um, and was diagnosed with a. I can't remember the term. It was try something. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna butcher the name if I even try. Try something eighteen or yes. whatever. Yeah, but the you know her baby would not survive. Yeah. they said that you know if if the baby was to go full term and she was to deliver the baby that it would die at some point. Right. And um, so she decided, along with her doctor, um, that she was going to have an abortion. But living in Texas, she wasn't able to. Right. So, of course, they took that to court. And the lower court in Texas approved and said that she could have an abortion. Yeah. And then Paxton turned around, the attorney general, and yeah. Yeah, filed suit. And then it went to the Supreme Court, the Texas Supreme Court, and they kind of froze everything. They were like, hold on. So then they were saying that she couldn't have an abortion. And now this was coming down to she has children already. She wants to continue having children. This is a not an easy call, not something easy to just go through. It's not like she was just, hey, let's have an abortion and just have right. fun with it. Um so then it was like a, a kind of like a time where she's battling, waiting for, you know, the courts to figure out if right. she could have this abortion. But also the longer that she goes, you know, that is pre- that she's pregnant, mm-hmm. they said that could cost her her life. Yeah. And potentially cost her ever being able to have children again in the future. Uh huh. 
So she, um, this week, this past week, Monday, uh, she actually left the state of Texas. Sure did. And went to another state and had to have an abortion. Uh-huh. And, you know, we, we talked about this. If she ever enters Texas again, she could technically be arrested because they have a travel ban also. Well, they were going back. Well, this is another thing that when I was <laughs> reading up on it, they said that different parts of Texas and now other states are looking at even that just being able if you drive through mm-hmm. a certain town or right. certain state in order to go get an abortion just to access basic health care right that's 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 illegal i flabbergasted over this I know. and you know so we've had this discussion and then i pick you up this morning you get in the car and of course he gets in the car and <laughs> right away it's Fox News going on, and I was like, "What I, are you doing?" I to listen me? to Fox News all the time because I like to hear what they're talking about with the crazies. <laughs> and my sister actually just—it's uh, called Trisomy eighteen, or I think that's what it's—that's what it is. Yeah, I wasn't sure. Trisomy, trisomy, yeah, trisomy eighteen. Okay. Um, thanks, Kim. Um, sad story, and it's horrible that she couldn't even make that decision, and that's totally true. Why? Why in this country is a woman not able to uh, make decisions about her body? Right. Right. I, I can uh, actually, I know why. Because um, in 2016, we, elect, we we elected a an orange fascist mm-hmm. that was able to appoint three Supreme Court justices who all said that they wouldn't touch anything yeah. that came to Roe v. I, I call him the Orange Mussolini, but yeah. that's a or, yeah. Uh, which that's not my original content. It's Stephanie Miller. So mm-hmm. thank you, Stephanie, who doesn't listen to our show either. But um, <laughs> but I've called into her show quite a bit. So but it's true. It's it's um, elections have consequences. And then also Jonas Esposito talks about this quite a bit. Um, local elections matter. Yes. Right. They do. And so you need to just make sure like you and I, we, we go and vote every mm-hmm. every time and we have our list of like yeah. even like to local judges like it's like who oh, are we voting for yeah. what's the deal what's going on because we were like one or two seats away from having the um Illinois Supreme Court flipping right and then and most people when they when they go vote it's like well I don't know anybody at the end of the ballot here so they just ignore it mm-hmm. or they just fill in whatever they want to fill in and it's right. like no you know, elections really do have consequences. Yeah, they do actually. And then you and I can just remind everybody mm-hmm. that Donald Trump won by just shy of eighty thousand votes. Yeah, across a few you know hundred million people that voted, it only took eighty thousand votes for us to get the orange Mussolini dictator fascist person, right. you know, and 2024 is going to be very scary. And it only, it was like three States yeah. that really just turned it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's the thing that we need to be conscious of. We do, but really quick going back to when you got in the car, what were you playing? Just go ahead. Because oh. I was furious listening to Fox news Yeah, and most of the time, it was a male voice that was happening. Yeah, the wife didn't get to talk much. Yeah, she didn't get to. So it was. Talk a, much. It was a. So I was watching it before. You were also early picking me up, so I had to. Look like, at me being. I early. had to pull it on my phone as I was walking out the door <laughs> to finish listening to the Fox and Friends thing. Um, uh, it, it's a. It's a. It was a couple that had that same issue. Uh, that I'm, I'm trying to be eighteen. Mm-hmm. I, whatever how you ever pronounce it. 
Um, and they decided to carry the baby to term and the baby only lived for 15 days. And they, um, said that that 15 days was the, the, the best days that they had. And so they started an organization. Mm -hmm. I'm saying it allegedly, I'm thinking they're just wanting to cash in on this because they started a foundation. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, called Abel's Voice, I think it is, or something. Yeah. Um, and essentially, it's uh, they just they don't want a baby with this type of condition to be aborted. So they want to have, or force, or want to, or maybe provide resources or something for that baby to come to term. And it's like you know, good for them in their journey. Sure. You know, good for them that they they made that choice, and you know, whatever, good for their journey. But it doesn't need to be everybody else's. No, agreed. And that's what drives me insane is yeah. that they try to make it like everybody should have to go through it. And it was the best 15 days of their life. Well, maybe other people can't handle that those 15, 15 days. days. Well, it's like in, And who's to say what that child went through for those 15 well, it's days? Like in Florida, where the, the there was a mother who couldn't uh, get access to an abortion, and she literally had to hold her child for 45 minutes, who was born without kidneys. Right. For 45 minutes and just watch the child die. Yeah. That's not a th- well, I'm that, telling you That right apparently now. is a thing, but that shouldn't be a thing. Right. Much, yeah. And if you want that to be your thing, if you want to experience that and that is your belief and you want to go full term, have that baby and however long it is, and that's your decision, fine. Everybody respects that. You could do that. But that's your decision. But that's your decision. I know me personally, I would not be able to make that decision then mm-hmm. it's not an easy, it's not. Yeah. So people that think that like, well, and also if you listen to Donald Trump, it's like they want to have it like nine months of abortion, right? So mm-hmm. it, it, then I, no, that's not a thing. People are not having abortions at nine months. I know. When, whenever they ask like, okay, name a story. And it's like, yeah. no, nobody has. And one. also it's not a revolving door of no. abortions, right? <laughs> it's not a thing. No. It's called healthcare and right. it's a very difficult decision for individuals to make. Mm-hmm. And it's also their decision yeah. to make. It's not a bunch of old white guys in the Senate that have no idea about the women's reproductive system. Right. Like I, I myself, I, I also don't know a lot about women's reproductive mm-hmm. systems. I'm a gay man, so that scares me in general. Um, <laughs> but like I, I will never myself need an abortion, but I'm never going to tell somebody else that they can't have one. And right. I will also support anybody's right to get one. Right. Hands down. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I found it just very funny that, you know, when you got in the car and you were playing that, it was, you know, the the father, which not taken away from that, but it was him talking the entire time about right. his journey and how... How yeah, the man's com- journey. Yeah, how comforting it was for him, and it's like the man's journey with his wife's pregnancy. Yeah, I don't yeah, take okay. I don't take away you know his feelings, and yes, that's his child and stuff. But mm-hmm. you do need to take a back seat on that right. one. And then the host is there crying. Come on, yeah, come on. Yeah, she was crying when we oh, we were pulling into the, like, lock the it up, parking lady. lot. Oh my god, uh, we're not going to do any more breaks because we're running out of time. We have two callers, so uh, let's take Roosevelt. We love Roosevelt. How's it going, bud? Good morning, guys. Thank you for taking my call. Absolutely. Good morning. Um, What's on your mind? The subject is, yeah, the subject is Hunter Biden, the so-called money that Biden 
from China, you name it, Russia. It's the same thing that whatever Trump does, he accuses Biden and his family of doing. And notice how they deliver the news in some parts of the of the so-called conservative uh, Republican. They say the crime family. The crime family is Trump because what's going on in the state of uh, New York? Yeah. Right? So, so they reflect everything that they. Uh, there's another word for it, by the way. It's projectionism. They, uh, yeah, that's it. Projection. Yeah. They project what they do into Biden. Now, that's my question to you. One of my questions to you. First of all, I wanted to kind of comment on Hunter Biden. Sure. And that is this. That is this. Over four years, six years of Trump, you will not find a video such as compared to, they want to compare, compare and contrast. Um, Hunter Biden, he said, I'm here. You guys have been telling me where have I been. I'm right here. And that's my, that's exactly my point. He's not hiding. He's, he's, he's there to answer the questions or whatever questions they have for him, but out in the open. Where's the uh, where's the other side? Where's Trump saying I'm here? No, on the contrary, constantly saying it's the witch hunt. Now, if one of the Trump's kids would have been accused of what Biden, which is taking drugs, guns, and you name it, you know Trump. The first thing Trump would say it's a witch hunt. Yeah. They're, they're coming right. after. Them. Well, they're coming after us politically. Also, Hunter so, Biden is not an elected official. Um, and does he has no position in the Biden administration? Right now, if you want to talk about the Trump children, that you know, we can talk about Ivanka, who got how many positions. how many copyrights or patents from China when she right. took that little trip with Daddy, mm-hmm. um, and uh, uh, Donnie Jr. and Eric. We don't talk about Eric. I think they just kind of like kept him. I don't in think the, Eric the, knows what he's doing, but. <laughs> It, it's it's totally true. And if you want to talk about money flowing in corrupt fashions of uh, government interactions, you need to look at the Trump crime family and you use the right term crime family because he's like the mafioso. Uh, I don't I don't view Joe Biden as like the, the mafioso of a crime family. Right. I could be wrong, but uh, I don't. I don't. I don't see it. I don't see yeah. Now, Trump, on the other hand. You know what it is? In my opinion, this is just my opinion, but he's a wannabe. When this stuff gets hot, he's out of there. He's oh, a wannabe. He's the first uh, he's one to run out of a burning mafioso. building. Yeah. He's a wannabe mafioso. Because, look, I'll give you a perfect example. When it came down to... I'm sorry, I got banana in my mouth here. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> when, uh, you're good. <laughs> when, when, uh, when the... I don't know if you guys remember all those press conferences, press conferences that he used to have when oh during COVID, COVID was yeah. yeah during COVID when it when it was fifteen people in the, in the whole country he said there's a video there where he says I'm at a war with a disease with a pandemic you know and then when it got really hot and heavy when there was in the thousands and the hundreds of thousands he turned it over to the knucklehead. Mike Pence, which he doesn't know anything about medicine or or or, or, or diseases or pandemics. So that's my point. When it comes down to what you said, yes, I totally agree with you. He he's a, looks like a mob boss. Yeah. He never gets his hands dirty. He manages to 
scapegoat everything. He says he's never done anything. And that's another point. Hunter Biden is not hiding. He said he admitted and that. I don't know if you want to call it a press conference that he had last week. It's a campaign rally. But yeah. 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 So then. So then there's my point. He constantly, constantly gets out of there. He's he, he's he's. He's a chicken. He's, he's a. Oh, he's he's the he's, biggest he's coward. coward and a chicken. Uh, or I, and I always like to, I call him the snowflake because he likes to call other people Everybody the snowflake. Else snowflake. <laughs> but he is the biggest orange snowflake that exists. <laughs> yeah, and and then here's here's I don't know how you guys think, but I thought about these damn polls uh, uh, that they're talking about. Yeah, and one thing nobody ever, one thing nobody talks about is. What are the young people? Because that's what I yeah, believe. Right. I believe they, they got a big surprise coming because of what happened with Roe versus Wade. Mm-hmm. And because they see the writing on the wall, such as what you guys just mentioned about what's going on in Texas and Florida, banning books and all that. They see their future going the way of a dictator and mm-hmm. a dictator like ruler from the Republican Party. Right. And that's just it. And, and that's think- just it. So then... I don't hear any polls saying, well, we polled people that were over 18, uh, from 18 to 24, which is the range of my kid's age. Yesterday I was talking to my kid. He goes, Dad, but you know what we see? We see that Biden looks like, like decrepit. You know, like his, I said, but give me one example. I go, you could talk about the man physically because he's 80 years old. I go, I know he walks like a robot. But Give me one example where he failed this country as far as making a decision to benefit. I go, you're not looking at another point. He's the only president in a long time that tried to do something about these uh, uh, banks. uh, Student loan debt. Yeah, the student debt. And he goes, oh, I forgot about that debt. I go, see? So you guys are looking. I go, you guys are. I go, the the press and the media want a horse race. Right. They're going to show Biden, I go, physically. And that's another thing. Biden's not looking out for microphones and cameras, no. which Trump did it on a daily basis. Right. He, was, he was posting stuff on, on Twitter. I go, look at it, son. They're doing the same thing, and you're buying into this. Yeah. I go, you want to look at something? Read The Guardian. Read, read something outside this country so that you make a decision. I go, right. and here's another thing. So here's another thing. You guys get together within days. So I firmly believe in the youth of America between the ages of 18 and 24. I go, because, look, I'm 67. I don't have decades and decades. This is your future, how you guys vote. I go, and you guys get organized. And I go, especially down south, what's going on in, uh, you know, with uh, David Hogg and Gonzalez, all those young people that were affected by the by the shootings the in their high shootings, school. Right. So you guys. I go, you guys gotta have to come out and vote. I go, there's no there's no contest. It well, shouldn't be even close. I go, the but thing. the media plays the horse race. They yeah. did it with Hillary. Within eleven days they pulled out this uh well, there's gonna be the emails within eleven days. I go, that affected the election. It's so, like, but, and but, that's what but her emails, but also then the files that were at Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, that's not, those yeah. were his. He was allowed to have those. It's like, okay, lock God. her up. Now we need to lock him yeah, up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Russo, hey, thank you for calling him. We really appreciate it. We got to move along because um, we got Shelly on the line. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, have a good no, one. Uh, before we take Shelly, though, um, I just did want to say, uh, Roosevelt, 
brought up a really, really good point about um, how uh, uh, Trump was doing his daily press conferences about how he's at war with the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And when you're at war, you can actually uh, invoke the defense Defense Production Act mm-hmm. to do things like, oh, I don't know, testing and vaccines. He so didn't he do did it. it. Yeah, just because he did it not took do Joe it. Biden to do that. Okay, and so to Roosevelt's point, mm-hmm. you know, Joe Biden inherited a a, a a a an economy that was literally on crutches. Yes, um, thousands of people dying per day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what did he and Kamala do? They took action, right? And they did it. And they also had an infrastructure bill past because so he might look old and decrepit whatever people want to say but he's getting things done and also really quick uh ivanka she had 18 trademarks 18 18 and nobody's investigating that yeah from the chinese government but we're all about hunter biden's laptop yeah yeah and in one month in like october alone um at one point she received um she was granted provisional approval for 16 trademarks which is like unheard of. And then uh, uh, Jared got two billion dollars yeah. from the Saudis, and nobody's asking about that no. either. Yeah, but it's like, do, what do we do? Do we we have to push more to be like, why are we not asking these questions? Oh, I was saying we should just run for office, and then we can get two billion dollars from the Saudis. I'm in. Well, okay, clearly cool. nobody else is asking questions. Yeah, let's just deal. do. Let's go that route. <laughs> <Why not? laughs> clearly, everyone's doing it. Uh, okay. And you get a two billion, let's and you go. get two billion. You, it's like Oprah. Yeah. That's great. Uh, let's go to Shelly uh, from Oak Park. She wants to talk about the 2016 election, which is my favorite topic. How are you, Shelly? <laughs> well, hi. And if you guys run for office, I'll vote for you. Oh my Ooh, God! So. Thank you. Because yes. it'll be the bottom of the barrel, so it'll be yeah. <laughs> Speak for yourself, Dan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all your topics are really compelling that we're talking about today. Just I I hear people talk about when Trump won the election, and that was just by a few votes here and there. And <clears throat> excuse me, actually. If you factor in all the voter suppression mm-hmm. in a lot of states, he wouldn't have won. No. So I do agree with you that every vote counts and the down ballot is important and, you know, one vote is important. But um, I don't think he's a good example of that because if everybody who planned to vote and really truly was eligible to vote could have voted, I think the numbers would have turned out the other way. So I always like to remind people about voter suppression. You're very, yeah, you're actually very correct in that. We talk about this voter, voter fraud is not a thing. Voter suppression is very much a thing. Yes. And when, yeah. Yeah. And if you actually, you talked about certain states. And so if you actually look at the, uh, individuals that were pushed off of the voter rolls in like Milwaukee, Detroit, Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Those are the three states that Donald Trump like won by a very slim margin. Right. And so that's exactly. totally it. Yeah. And and I think it wasn't in Milwaukee that they closed down so many polling places. Sure too. did. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so just I just want to reinforce that. Donald Trump was not the majority choice. 80,000 votes out of a couple hundred million that voted. 80,000 votes is all it takes to elect a president. Right. That is so scary. Um, Isn't it? Right. That's what it takes, plus plus, um, voter suppression and abuse of power by 
people in charge of elections and stuff like that. So it's the votes. It's, it's yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just, no, no. And honestly, and also, and um, our our friend Bob Smith is commenting on the the live feed right now. But he wants he wants to be a poll poll watcher. Um, Donald Trump is actually asking individuals to go and watch people at the polls, which is also a, a form of voter suppression. suppression right. Because then you're scared to vote. And he was naming specific locations. Yeah. Telling people so to go out and watch. you get paid a hundred and, uh, what is it? Forty-eight million a payday. Okay. I, Bob, I don't think you're going to make a hundred and forty million dollars, <laughs> but okay. Um, good luck with that. I was or, like, if unless, so, also, I'm in. <laughs> if that's what Donald Trump is promising you, then you're also probably donating to him as well. Um, <laughs> you're getting your own money back. <laughs> uh, Shelly, thank you so much for calling. We really appreciate it. You have a good rest yes, of your week. Yes, thank you, Shelly. <laughs> Thank you. I like your show. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, We've got a few minutes left. Um, I I was like trying to look. I was like, am I? I want to be a poll watcher. 148 million payday check. Um, Also, Uncle Bill is watching us. Hey, Uncle Bill. And Patty Vasquez is watching us. Patty Patty Vasquez is our favorite person. Yes. I hope you're recovering from the ghost peppers on the pizza because nobody should put ghost peppers on a pizza. Yeah. Ever. Well, you had a scare with uh, horseradish in the. Oh, yeah. Yesterday's sauce. holiday party. That was awful. Uh, it was the best shrimp. And like, I love a good cocktail sauce and I like horseradish. And I was like the first one to dive into the to the shrimp. And I, you know, I, it was a nice little hefty dunk. You were literally sweating. I because, it, OK, it like I, I was looking around and I was like, please, nobody see me because like my eyes started to tear. I started to break out in a sweat and I was like, I love horseradish, but this was like super strong. And then, uh, Sue had done the same thing uh-huh. and she was coughing like really bad. And then I looked at you and I was like, Dan, just try it. Cause it was, you know, if I experienced I, and it, I you love how, I was like, this is not that bad. Yeah. And Dan's looking at me like, why are you sweating? I was like, the horseradish got me like, and I really love it. And, uh, <laughs> when you did it, I thought you were going to start crying. <laughs> it was it was a lot of horse <laughs> But it was so good. Let's say I will never have a sinus infection <laughs> ever again. Because <laughs> it was a lot. But we love you, Susie. Thank you for having us. Uh, she didn't make the horseradish. <laughs> I no, mean, she the, did. Oh, she did not. No, it was sauce? a different no. thing. Yeah, okay. Um, I still loved it, though. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> I do want to do a quick shout out to... Um, Oh, no, I lost it on my tab. So uh, this show, I love that we can say that this show is brought to you by Inclusive Minds Consulting. <laughs> I was nervous where you were going and with that. And <laughs> we talk about, uh, we can partner with corporations or uh, local establishments, municipalities, about um, incorporating LGBT uh, plus uh, uh, protocols into your operations. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you do want to learn any more about it, it is inclusivemindsconsultings.com. And uh, also we're on Facebook, so you can do that as well. It's my company. That's why I'm plugging it. Um, because why not, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, we had some really, really great callers today. Like yes, That was we did. awesome. It was and, fantastic. Yeah. We always love our callers. Patty said hi. I know, Patty. Yeah, I know. We're like fangirling Patty. Yeah. <laughs> Because we love Patty. Um, so this uh, holiday cocktail, this Palatini. Better be a good one because I was not a fan of that peppermint one. Okay. <laughs> it was more so I wasn't a fan of the martini. You know I'm a bourbon or a whiskey girl. So this is called a Santa Clausmopolitan. Ooh, I like the play. Right? Clausmopolitan. You like play on the words there, yeah. So it basically is uh, vodka, cranberry juice, triple sec, 
fresh lime juice and fresh cranberries. So you take the, uh, oh, there's also a lime wedge. So you take the lime wedge, put it around the glass, and dip it in the sanding sugar, because that mm-hmm. gives it the Christmassy mm-hmm. feel. And then you fill a cocktail shaker um, with ice, then add vodka, cranberry juice, triple sec, lime juice. Shake until the shaker is cold, which I think is the concept of concept shaking. Of the shaker. shaker. <laughs> uh, and then you just divide the drinks between individuals. So I was going to say just yourself. <laughs> that is the Santa Clausmopolitan. All right. Now you have to make me one of these. Well, we're going to go to Benny's after this. So, yeah. Um, but you thank you guys preferred. very much for joining us. A Palatini with Dan and Mag. Uh, we love having you guys here on uh, every Sunday. Yes, we do. And uh, we will see you next week, which is going to be Christmas Eve. I'm excited. Have It'll a good, good one. Yeah. You guys take care. Have a good Sunday. 